everybody, and welcome to The Shallow End. We are your hosts. I'm Kurt. And I'm Nurt. And today we are apart, but we're always together in spirit. And right in in other ways. I don't know how, what other ways they are, but we're together. Uh, we are united. And we're also united today on the fact that skincare, it's a scam, guys. It's a scam. It's a scam. Um, we're also united on the fact that Taylor is not a gayler. Um, <laughs> I mean, she might uh, be, but... I mean, maybe, but... <laughs> I don't think I don't so. Know. We don't think so, and we're not going to speculate. <laughs> um, the Golden Globes happened. Lots of beautiful looks on the red carpet and lots of flops within the walls of the building. Uh, it was an interesting event. We're going to talk about some of that. And then just a little bit of Holly weirdos. There's a lot of them, but we're gonna only, only going to talk about a few. Because mm -hmm. uh, why not? Okay, so skincare. Ugh. This is uh, my Roman Empire. <laughs> Honestly, like, Kat is the one who opened up this can of worms, and it genuinely stresses me out so much that I'm going to need skincare to reverse it. But then you realize <laughs> that skincare doesn't work and does nothing, and actually, maybe making your skin worse. <laughs> Oh, and definitely your pocketbook, ladies. That especially. So I'm trying basically, to find the article. Yeah, like there, I've read a few other ones as well, but just like the gist of it, ladies, is that you don't actually need to spend thousands of dollars a year at Sephora to yeah to for perfect skin. You, well, arguably, actually, you don't need any skincare at all because your skin actually is able to do what it does on its own like naturally but the problem is we wear makeup so i think that's why it's a tricky yeah. thing it's a tricky thing i mean like thing. look at your husband's skin it's perfect and then tell me that we need skincare yeah and he looks young he yeah. looks he's glowing clear. yeah like yeah. so so either ladies we need to give up makeup or mm. we need to Kill ourselves. Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving up makeup because that's Me just neither. the first sign of de like human decline when women just yeah. stop wearing makeup altogether. So I yeah. won't do that. But I just like thinking about all the money I've spent at Sephora yeah. on like vitamin C serums yep. and different like acids that are literally doing nothing for my face. Yeah, anti-aging stuff. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. Eye cream doesn't do anything. Nothing. It does nothing. But it's like $90. Yeah, for, I started wearing eye cream when I was in seventh grade. I think I've said this before because yeah. I have hooded eyes and I didn't understand that. So I thought I had like sagging eyelids. So, so I started using like eye cream in seventh grade. Now that's, it wasn't expensive, so but it's just, it's sad. It It is sad. Like I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna teach my child that like you have this kind of eye and it's okay. This is how you work it. But, it's true. Um, it's embrace our natural beauty. That's what we love to yeah. do on this show. So like I read a Reddit post from a girl who read a book and I'm not going to read the book because I don't have time for that. No, no, no. I'm very, very busy. Yes. Clearly. Um, but basically <laughs> there's this book called Skin Intelligent, which she highly recommends. It's by a doctor. Um, and basically the nutshell of the book that I got from her Reddit post, <laughs> not reading the book, is... Um, like Nat said, all these things that you're buying from Sephora 
are not doing anything for you. Like really no. you can buy like pharmacy store moisturizer and it basically does the same thing, which is very little. And if you need something for like, you have actual terrible acne or like you want, you have like deep wrinkles, like you can, you can get a prescription for retinol or tretonin or whatever it's called. But basically you're just wasting your money on like retinol from Sephora. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just I not worth it. Read- Another dermatologist says that honestly, like even retinoids, you should be a little bit hesitant sometimes because they can ruin your skin as well. Like it they just ruined mine. On you. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> again, it's unfortunate um, that we've been lied to. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I feel well, a bit upset about it. Um, you know when the you're money like, I could have saved. Yeah, well, that you could have bought a house, and you did, but you could have bought like two houses. It's imagine. true. Um, you know how like I don't watch TV anymore, but on television, like I remember there's like mascara commercials and it's always like mm-hmm. Rimmel London, like like 90 percent longer lashes. And it's like 90 yeah. percent longer than what? Yeah. Like then the last Rimmel London mascara. Like it's so yeah. they're always like offering. And that's just part of like the beauty skincare world for women. Like they're always offering you this like goalpost that's always moving. It's like 45% clearer skin. Clearer yeah. skin than what? Like it, it's so stupid. Point. Not to mention the trends change. Like before I had never heard about, you know, lactic acid and all that stuff. But now that's all everyone's talking about or like, or enzyme scrubs. By the way, exfoliation. You don't need to do it. Your skin does it naturally. Um, well, yeah, like, it's you know, crazy. You know what I find to be a great exfoliator? A warm washcloth. Yeah. Like you're washing your face. And like if I use a warm, like a wet, warm washcloth on my face and I just rub mm-hmm. it gently on my skin, I'm like, that's the best exfoliation yep. I've had in years. And like, obviously, yep. I do use, like, I use a ton. I use glycolic acid. I use hyaluronic acid and salicylic acid. And honestly, I do think those are necessary for me because I'm, I have breakouts. And there are things that like help those those problems, but they're not expensive. Like the ordinary is like it's like $10 yeah. for like a glycolic acid, which is like an exfoliator. So it's like, and it also helps on my scalp with like dandruff. Yeah. I've been using no, it on my scalp. So I, I agree. there are like, things I that help, think- but it's like you don't need to drop a million dollars on them and have like crazy no. skincare routines. And I think- What's important to understand is that the reason a lot of these products don't work is because they don't actually penetrate the skin properly. Mm -hmm. So I think like you will see some change in your skin and maybe it'll be a positive change, but it's just lower. We need to lower our expectations and also lower our budgeting (laughs) and how we Mm want to spend towards skincare. Um, To your point. So yeah, ladies, you can just go to the drugstore and buy this stuff because I actually like taking care of my skin. Just it's relaxing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, after, you just have your routine. It's nice. And I think it's just important in 2024. We just need to simplify, guys. Just simplify yeah. it. I sent Nat um, a screenshot from a Reddit post that I was reading on our skincare last night. And it was like this lady was like, here's my skincare routine on an on a skincare subreddit and every comment was like this is too much it was crazy time it was like 18 products in the morning yeah and then like a rotation every four days of different 18 products at night and even the skincare gurus were like what are you doing like yeah who has exactly and like is she a millionaire that's what nat said it's like it's just like i like there is has to be a balancing point like obviously if Mm -hmm. I like Nat enjoy 
taking my face off at the end of the day and like mm-hmm. doing some zhuzhing. But also sometimes I'm so tired and I just do like the basic not like yeah. ish. And it's like it doesn't really make that big of a difference. And that's the no. saddest part. <laughs> like I will yeah. say, though, like there are things that if you pay for them, like a like a laser facial or like a good like a good facial to me Botox. is very, very valuable. Botox, mm-hmm. obviously. And like when I'm done having kids, I'm going to get a full new face like. Yes. Like, I'm just going to laser off, like, 10 years of face <clears throat> I'm and then rebuild it. You. We'll do that together. Yeah. But even yes. just, like, I got the most basic facial you can buy a couple months ago, and my skin was gorgeous. Yeah. But it didn't last. It was, like, two weeks, and then I'm like, oh, the, you the were... blackheads are building up again. Like, Yeah, exactly. Because, like, we clog our – because the skincare products we use are also clogging our pores. Mm-hmm. So we, that's something we need to be mindful of. I, I don't know. Yep. I don't know. We don't know the answer. We're not doctors. I just think, I think. You're probably just, doing too much. Yes, exactly. And you're spending too much. And I think yeah. it's just, it's done. It's over. We're it's done over. with it. Yeah. yeah. Save your money and just eat better and drink more water. Exactly. Yeah. And amass more wealth. Your bank yeah. account will thank you. <laughs> and then get a laser facial. <laughs> yes, exactly. And a whole new face. But honestly, we were, Kat and I were kind of texting a back and forth about this uh, after she sent me this uh, Reddit post that she described that ruined my life. And <laughs> even celebrities, like their skin is not actually as nice as we think it is. The, Kardashi- the Kardashians use filters on everything. They use Photoshop. They're always showing you what like the best, the the highlight reel. So like, just remember that nobody really has perfect skin except for like men and babies. Yeah. Yeah. My or people who my just don't wear makeup. Skin. Yeah. Because everyone I know who doesn't wear makeup has perfect skin, but then it's like, yeah. well, you don't wear makeup. So I know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what do you, what do I, people who don't wear makeup, I just, what do you think? You're so pretty. Yeah. Like you're just so naturally beautiful. You're just so beautiful. Like my sister. You don't need makeup. She's one of those. She has beautiful skin and it really irks me. She's super pretty. Yeah. I know. I told her she was here the other day and I told her, I was like, oh, I talk about how pretty you are all the time in my show. And she's like, why? (laughs) She was so weirded out. I'm like, obviously you know that because you watch the show. Yeah. 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 Obviously this isn't news. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. A lot going I'm surprised on there. you didn't bring it up. Uh, yeah. Anyways. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. Shall we move on? Hello? Yes. Oh, I yes, I'm here. Okay. Yes, <laughs> good. Okay. Yeah, it bugged I'll- out for a second. Oh. Okay. We're good. It happens. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Um, also, for those listening, I have a little bit of the sniffles. So I'm sorry that you can hear it. Yeah, and I, I, my whole family had stomach flu. So she's really skinny. I'm not even though. That's the saddest part, Matt. <laughs> but skinnier than otherwise, I would be. Okay, good stuff. You let's talk about, okay, let's talk about Gaylor. Gaylor Swift. So for many, many years, people allegedly fans have been speculating that Taylor Swift is a homosexual woman and has been leaving Easter eggs throughout her career. Um, I can't name a single one other than the fact that she's always had really close female friendships, which is not weird at all. By the way, if you're a woman, a lot of times yeah. you're friends with other women. But that's <laughs> yeah. something that people have. A lo- another one that people speculated about was her friendship with um, who's the model? Cara Del- Carly. Or whatever. 
No, no, no. Carly mm. Kloss. Carly Kloss. And, and then they stopped they, being friends. They stopped being friends. So people thought they had a relationship. Sometimes women also stop being friends. It has happened to each once other. or twice <laughs> in my life. Never to me, though. Right. She's, <laughs> a, she's a real girl's girl. She's you're mm-hmm. such a pick me cat. Not me. I know. Not me. No, I'm saying that because it's happened a billion times in my yeah, life. Yeah, me too. Like, me too. I've and had so I'm many like, best friends and the <laughs> I think I'm the problem. I've discovered like I've it's happened like three times with like very close friends. And I'm like, I think I might be a problem. Well No. Me, yeah, I think uh I think it's hard being a human and we all like I'm not yeah, whatever. I you know those fine. girls though who have like fifteen closest friends, like the girls who have like ten bridesmaids? Yeah. And I look at those girls and I'm like, you're a bitch. Like I know you're a bitch. I've met you. They, they you're a bitch have, why do bitches have all these friends here's why okay i talk about this with sebastian a lot because i'm like oh i feel like i like sometimes i wish i had more friends i think it's also different because like we're both married and when you're married that's kind of who you want to hang out I with i just got I, like, married though yeah <laughs> like, i guess i mean i've been married five years and most of yeah. my friends are not married so i find that dynamic is difficult because i'm just so over the single life but i also think a lot of those friends women that you're referring to who have a million bridesmaids don't have close intimate friendships like when I'm looking for friends I can't do this like on the surface let's just hang out and grab coffee and talk about nothing thing I just I can't do it and then you're my bridesmaid like right exactly like and I think people are kind of too liberal with that sort of stuff because your bridal party is supposed to offer wisdom and counsel in your marriage it's not just supposed to be your best friend like it's you Mm -hmm. you should pick wisely so i don't know i don't know like i don't think we're missing out i think yeah no we're killing it yeah i mean yeah whatever like i just i just expect so much from people me too i think that's i think that's exactly what it is i like i have such a high level oh this wire just popped out um (laughs) i have like such high expectations of my friends and me too when i feel like betrayed by them or like they're a liar in some way i'm just like mm. and i think other people just like get past it and they're like no, oh I yeah don't. she lies or whatever she does this i'm just like oh i fixate like, she's, on it and i she's talk a scumbag about it. like exactly yeah. i'm like oh my god like she didn't like do like she lied about this or whatever it is like i'm thinking yeah. about one friend who was a liar i figured out like after years and years of friendship with her i'm like oh my god she's a liar she lies about everything but that's not always that's- the case but it's like i can't just get over that like yeah. Even small lies. It's like, what are you? I, what is this built on? Anyways, we're yeah. really digressing. We here, digress. But. Anyway, so <laughs> we have no friends but each yeah. other. <laughs> each other and our husbands. And our husbands and our And dogs. our sisters sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no friends. Uh, if dogs. you want to be our friend. <laughs> They're like, you no, I don't. <laughs> you and we will probably say no because, yeah. of, <laughs> you know, picky. we got a high standard. <laughs> yeah. You should have anyway, high standards for the people in your life. It's all I'll say. My thing is, like, I want friends who, like, I think I'm a good friend. So I want friends I think you're who, a good friend. Thank you. I think you're a good friend. But I, I expect my friends to be as good as me. <laughs> yeah. And that's not always the case. I think no. maybe we should, like, Lower have more grace for people. But yeah. Sebastian, nah. says, Sebastian says just expect less from people because that's what men do and they're always content. Yeah. And my I'm husband like, has Man. all his friends from high school, even though they disagree on stuff and like they have fights or whatever, deep, and they just move past it. 
But I it think just, it's because women yearn for depth in a friendship. Men can talk about like walls, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just different. Yeah. Like they're, they're not so sitting dumb. there. No, they're not sitting there talking about their qualms with life, you know? And yeah. Just, like existential reality like crisis they're, they're having. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so okay, so Taylor. There was this this op ed. <laughs> this op ed was written about her sexuality by a woman named Anna Marks in the New York Times, who, by the way, identifies as queer. Well, your gaydar is off, lady. <laughs> um, and now, basically, Taylor's team is upset about this. I don't know. I I think it's inappropriate to speculate about someone's sexuality. Yeah, yeah. and you get it used to be like a horrible to thing it. to do. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be like if you out someone against their will, it used to be like, oh, how could you do that? Like, what yeah. if they have family that's like super religious? Like you could be harming them. Like, and now it's just like, oh, yeah, they're gay. They're gay. Like, yeah, just I because you're gay. Right. And that's another thing. It's like not everyone is gay. And and no. they, they another example this person used is that um, She's an ally, an LGBTQ ally. It's like, yes, that's why she's the ally, because she's the straight person. <laughs> like, that's mm -hmm. like you can be an ally and be straight. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Isn't that's it? That's what an ally is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, super Stupid. inappropriate. Also, yeah, weird she's only ever dated men. Men. Yeah. I was just going to say that her dating history will, will say otherwise. And I don't know, like, we've talked about this on the show before, but I think it's a lot easier to come out as gay in most cases and not all in 2024, especially in the United States and Canada. Of course, there are caveats to this. There's nuance to this. But if Taylor Swift wanted to come out, she would. <laughs> like it's not yeah. like she wouldn't be losing anything. I don't think. I don't I'd think still so. listen to her. Anyway. Yeah. So anyways. So we'll see, but probably not gay. But let's all speculate, but I think not. Yes, I agree. Um, um, other speculations that we've had, specifically Kat, uh, <laughs> was that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship was fake. And apparently it's not. Well, okay. Okay. I don't know if I still believe that. That was like two months ago. So like they still seem to be hot and heavy. Like it could... I could be, you know, off on that. It just felt like very fast and very like in your face. But this is saying Travis Kelsey's manager says that Taylor Swift relationship isn't publicity sent. Well, of course, the manager, the manager. yes, who would have but orchestrated the publicity stunt will say it's not a publicity stunt. Not, not to say that it makes it a publicity stunt. It's just like, obviously, the manager isn't going to be like, yeah, we made it up, guys. <laughs> like, no, so I dumb. I understand what you're saying, and I completely agree. But I think the reason we feel as though the relationship has been so, like, short and hot and heavy, you know, just kind of came out of the blue is because they were dating privately before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they decided to go public. And they spent the holidays together, apparently. Um, mm -hmm. She also opened up about their relationship a little bit in her um, – time person of the year whatever it's called editorial so i mean i think it's real yeah i hope it is because i want her to find love and yeah she needs to get I, married i want her to have a baby yeah have a baby taylor oh Be my so gosh cute. yeah do not hire a surrogate i will oh mg 
I will. That kill would just you. be no, I won't so crushing. No, she. That is a, a threat, a direct threat from Natasha Biazzi. Please go Please. find her at the following address. Okay. No, um, I seriously will lose a lot of respect if she hires a surrogate. Now we're yeah. speculating. Okay, Taylor Swift, we love you, but we're sorry, we- Taylor. Obviously, you're watching, and we're sorry, and we love you. Yes, we love you. Um. We don't, I don't personally love how she responded to uh, being called out at the Golden Globes, though. Yeah, like, okay, so the joke, so the the host, who nobody's ever heard of, I mean, I've never, I'm not super. I thought he was actually not awful. I don't think he was great, but I I think that Hollywood has some sticks up their asses. Like, I just think they don't know if they're allowed to laugh at things, but he wasn't that bad. Like he, I've yeah. seen worse. It's a tough, it's a tough gig. Terrible, especially in front of a room full of like awful people, like the worst yeah. people in the world <laughs> all gathered together. Yeah. I want to talk about this specifically more, but Michael Che from uh, SNL had a really, really interesting post about why comedians should not host the Oscars. And mm-hmm. I, I want to discuss it more in relation to poor things that we'll talk about later. But mm-hmm. basically, it's one of the points was like, you're talking to a room full of people that aren't really listening and not there to laugh. This is a room True. full of people who are like thinking about their nomination, thinking about their speeches, thinking about their cause, thinking about their image. Like you said, not sure if they're allowed to laugh or not. Like it's just like the most egotistical, narcissistic people on the planet. Yeah. Who are just like laser focused on the task at hand, and, and also like physically uncomfortable, probably because of what they're wearing, and they have, yeah, they're so exactly. concerned with they how haven't other eaten people are in weeks, them. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. And there's it's not a good crowd everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's so anyway, point. so so the the host of the Golden Globes, this guy, uh, what was his who name? had never hosted before anything, yeah, He's never, Joe, Joe uh, his name is Joe Coy. He said, it's such a lame joke. So he said, basically, I'm paraphrasing, he said, the difference between the NFL and the Golden Globes is that the Golden Globes, Taylor Swift gets less screen time. Yeah. And and they cut to Taylor Swift, and she was so mad about it. Which is insane. And people are like, and the it was like his rude comment, unnecessarily rude joke at the Golden Globes. How is that no. rude at all? It wasn't. And, and it's what so she lame. Expect? She's the most famous person on the world on the planet, and she's yeah. There she was person of the year, not, exactly. You think he's not going to poke fun at you? Like that's, that's his not job. even. What's the joke? No, the not. joke is like it's not even at her expense in any way. It's no. just like she handled. She gets like a lot of screen time. She I know she like was like. Bitch. She like took a sip of her champagne with her like. She didn't laugh stare. and she like stared. Yeah, it's like it's like they, he didn't say something awful about who no. you are as a person. He didn't no. slap anyone. Like yeah, well she should have got up and slapped him. <laughs> yeah, she should. That would have been interesting. Um, but people on Twitter, on Taylor Swift Twitter, which is a very toxic place, by the way. Those, pe- <laughs> those people are random. insane. Um, <laughs> they said that if you if you aren't defending Taylor. In this scenario, you're not a real Swifty. I'm like, okay, well, I'm also not 14 years old. Like those yeah, are exactly mentally like the, challenged 14 year olds. Yeah, it's just it was just such a stupid, <laughs> stupid reaction, and I'm surprised it's getting this much airtime. I know we're talking about it, but that's just because I'm actually a little peeved. I'm like, you people yeah. are so empty inside. She like, could have just gone, 
And then it would have been nothing. And people just are saying, well, if she, women should never laugh at jokes they don't find funny because it's so anti-feminist. I'm like, oh, shut up. People laugh at me all the time when I'm not funny. I need it. I live I live for it. <laughs> I live for it. I, I you know? know. Like, you're at an award show. You could just laugh because it's like, yeah. I don't want to be rude. Like, I guess that's anti-feminist of me to say. Like, I don't know. Just be a good sport. Is that anti-feminist? Just yeah, chill. Not, like, be just cool for a minute. You, you have everything you've ever wanted in, in life, you know, everything, everything. She can do whatever she wants. She's one of the most powerful people and she's sad or upset about a non-funny joke that's not, uh, not a, I even at her expense. It's, it's yeah. basically at the NFL's expense saying like that's what the most interesting in point part of the NFL is Taylor Swift. Yes. That's kind that's of the point. His, that was the point of his joke. He wasn't. He mm-hmm. wasn't even intending to hurt her feelings. He was literally poking fun at the the NFL. And how which, could it possibly? It's just saying yeah. like you're so famous. When people watch football, they watch you. Yeah. <laughs> and and she, and I love how she pretends that to to act. She pretends that she doesn't notice all the eyes on her. I'm like, shut up. You know everyone's there to see you. Who cares? About I'm obsessed. Football? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to I didn't even football know football game. was a thing until you started going to it. Stupid. Me neither. I don't even know what NFL stands for. Nat's fun. La la la. Let's go. <laughs> um, anyway. So more Taylor Swift drama mm-hmm. at the Golden Globes. Um, so this, this is, is like weird. This is like some high school drama that I'm living yeah. for because it's so petty. And yes. I love it. And also there's no proof of anything and people are no. getting all riled up about it and I love it. <laughs> but, okay, maybe we can kind of add a little cl- clip of what people are seeing into this. I can send it to you just to add because you need to see. I don't know. The way Selena Gomez is like in Taylor Swift's face makes me feel like her breath must smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but she just – I have a visceral reaction to like watching her face in this clip it makes me feel like so weird <laughs> i don't know like i feel hmm. like, let's I hope she why. had some gum in between courses maybe it's yeah they were her very new close boyfriend is so hideous and disgusting mm. and he looks Stinky like a looking. pimple he looks like he stinks so i'm just like she must stink too yeah well i didn't I think that but i see what you mean and i yeah. do feel that way when people are like really close like give me some space i don't yeah. need to smell your breath like, like dorit even, said even to lisa rinna on Real Housewives season like five or whatever, she's like, Lisa, if I can smell your breath, you're too close. Yeah. Sing yeah. it, Dorit. So basically, Taylor Swift Ugh. is sitting at a table with some other girl who I don't know and I don't it's think she's Miles important. It's Teller's wife. Sure. I don't even know yeah. who that is, but sure. He's a she's famous actor. very pretty. Okay, there you go. She's yeah. beautiful. So Selena Gomez comes up to Taylor Swift's table and you can't hear what she's saying, but she's just like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then... The girl whose name I don't know, who Nat probably knows the name of, she Kaylee. goes, she, yeah, Kaylee, she like looks like she mouths the word Timothy. She's like, as in Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> and then Selena Gomez goes, yeah. And Afi, if you're just listening, it looks like she's saying, yeah. Um, so basically the story is that people think that Selena Gomez went up to Timothy Chalamet, who was there with Kylie Jenner, and asked Tim- Timothy Chalamet for a photo, and Kylie Jenner said no. But and apparently then Selena- that's not true. Apparently well, now people think that she asked Timothy and Timothy said no. Which yeah, I, I don't believe. know I don't know why 
like, yeah, so people are jumping <laughs> to a lot of conclusions because there yeah. was no, there, there's all this, there's cameras everywhere. There's footage of everyone doing everything, but there's no footage of any of this interaction between Selena Gomez and T- Timothy Chalamet, who was nominated for Wonka, and he brought Kylie Jenner as his guest. And people are just assuming that Kylie Jenner was like, no, you can't have a photo with him, and that Timothy Chalamet somehow like listened to her. It's super weird. Like, why? It's just a lot of conclusions and a lot of yeah. leaps. Well, it's because... Kylie Jenner's sister Kendall Jenner is best friends with um, Haley Bieber, Bieber. Who hate and people think that Haley and Selena hate each other because of Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Sometimes accidentally I fall into that side of Twitter where they literally talk about Justin Bieber's wife Haley and Selena still, and it's just yeah. such a toxic place. And I'm it like, is. why am I seeing this? I but see it anyway, too, and I don't understand why. Yeah. It's all I so much I see of it. It's yes, ex- and more than I would like to see. But yes. um, so so anyway, so it makes sense, I guess, why the internet won't shut up about it because there's this ongoing alleged beef that people just can't let go of. Um, I don't know. I think Selena's doing okay, guys. She's like a billionaire. Like I think she's yeah, she's fine. It's she's just, dating a really ugly a, dude, but <laughs> it's fine. Who hasn't? Um, (laughs) it's, uh, it's just a weird, it's just such drums and I love it because everyone's Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, Kylie Jenner wouldn't let Tim, it's like, what, where did we get any of this? And then people are saying they never even interacted with each other. And then other people are saying, no, that's a lie made up by Kris Jenner to protect Kylie. (laughs) It's just so like, no one even cares about the awards. Everyone's talking about Taylor Swift reacting to Selena Gomez, maybe talking about maybe Kylie Jenner. It's just so immature it's like yeah it's really school. funny and these it's women are like in their 30s like these are yeah they're not, in their 30s th- <laughs> yeah, you know like they're not kylie they're jenner older. she looks no, she's old like, but she does yeah she's like 26 she looks, but she looks 40 but yeah we we'll pray for her yeah it's just um, all it's great it's good stuff and nobody mm-hmm. it's just it also proves that like nobody really cares about the golden globes other than just like the goss and no, the gowns. it's a joke. It's but the Golden Globes has always been a joke because even the categories, it's like best movie, film for a comedy or drama or musical or whatever, and then it's like or a comedy or musical, and then it's like the most random things are thrown in the pot together. Like Poor Things was considered a comedy, and then I it was know, thrown in with no hard feelings. Like yeah, it's just anyway. It's just, musicals it's a and joke. comedies are different. Like yes. I don't. As a as a comedic women, it just it makes me so mad that comedy gets no freaking respect at all. Yeah, although there was finally places. an award for um, comedians. Well, there you go. Yes, yeah, uh, Ricky Gervais won. Well, there Something you go. about stand up. So yeah, love although that. love that Dave Chappelle was not nominated. I will have you know. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't watched his new special, but I'm gonna because there's I saw yeah, some I clips and it, it looks really funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I, mean, I think it's interesting he funny. wasn't nominated. But, you know, Ricky yeah. Gervais won, which I think is good for the mm-hmm. world because he's very politically yeah. incorrect. Yes, On I love purpose. That. Yeah. Anyway, anything anyway, to see so, Sarah Silverman suffer. Yes. Sarah Silverman suffer. Um, so <laughs> as we were just discussing, there's this um, category for best picture in a musical or comedy category. Uh, mm-hmm. And... Emma Stone won Best Actress. I guess this is different. 
they, like the poor things won the film best. Won, yeah. Yes, the film won best picture for a musical or comedy, and then also Emma Stone won best actress for the same film, Poor Things, which we've discussed many times. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's weird because when you Google it, there's no mention of the fact that it's a child's brain in a woman's mm-hmm. body, but that's what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. We've kind of talked about it before, but like. Uh, a woman has, goes brain dead from a, what I think a car accident, and then she has her. Well, she kills d- herself. She kills herself. Is it a child that kills herself? No, no, Very she's confused. an adult. So who's the ch- where's the child come into play here? So Willem Dafoe, because he's Willem Dafoe, plays this like mad scientist sort of character, and once uh, Emma Stone's character dies, he puts a child's brain in. Her oh, body. in her body. Okay, in okay, her okay, adult okay. body. I got it. So mm-hmm. that's that's not clear from any of the synopsises that you might read, but that's what it's about. So it has a, and it has like she goes on like this sexual liberation journey, which when it's a child's brain is gross yeah. and perverted and borderline so pedophilic. Um, but but of course, Hollywood loves that. Why yeah. wouldn't they? They love it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they give her best actress. And you know what? She's very funny. She's a great actress. I'm sure She's she did a, great a good actor. job. Yeah. Um, but the thing that bothers me the most is that, like we we kind of touched on this earlier, is that it won best motion picture for musical or comedy. There's there's actual comedy movies. Yeah. This is I did again, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't seen it, but like Yeah. I will not be it's watching. not I don't want to watch it, but it's like, I can tell you right now that there's probably like Hollywood loves to give out comedy awards for like a weird, dark, quirky movie that has a laugh yeah. every 45 minutes when there's actual comedy yeah, and in it's, the world. It's, it's weird because even um, Air was nominated for this category too, which is about um, the basketball shoe that they designed for what's his name? Jordan. Yeah, I think it was Jordan. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. was Jordan, it, which was actually a very good movie. It was directed by Ben Affleck, who also starred in it. I really liked it. Matt Damon's in it. Everybody likes Matt Damon. Um, and But it wasn't funny. It was like a heartfelt, interesting film. I would say it's this is borderline what I'm talking drama. About. Yeah, but then you have an actual comedy that was nominated, which is No Hard Feelings, starring Jennifer Lawrence. And that was kind of the only one. It's like, if that's the only actual comedic film to come out of this year but even then like yeah like i have again i haven't seen it but there have been comedy movies in the past that are so good that they would never give an academy award to like the last one that i can think of yeah because they're not serious and dark and like Mm -hmm. gruesome and weird like the last one and it stars emma stone is like um oh my god the one with uh the guy the two michael sarah and love no. Oh, super bad. Like super bad. Like like an actual funny freaking yeah, yeah. movie. Because yeah. those movies are very funny. Or like Pineapple Express. Like I know they're stupid, but like co- comedy doesn't have to be dark and weird. It can actually be. No. It doesn't always have to be silly, but it yeah. often is. And why? Yeah. And like so, going back to the thing about Michael Che, who posted on his Instagram, like comedians should never host the Oscars for the one reason I mentioned, which is like, uh, I forget. What did I say? What did um, I say because about the it? the audience is not. Oh, yeah, the audience isn't there to laugh. But then the other big reason he said is because the Oscars continuously snubs actual comedians all the time. Like you, mm-hmm. in order to win an Academy Award as an as a comedian, and this is the Oscars, not the Golden Globes, but 
the Oscars is the big one, right? It come mm-hmm. like usually whoever wins the Golden Globe, it goes on to yeah, win yeah, yeah. the Oscar. Oh, so sure. like Eddie Murphy and and uh, Jim Carrey, two of the best comedians of all time, they don't win Oscars for their comedy no. movies. They have to do Same a serious role. Exactly. Yeah. You have to do a serious, dark, brooding character yeah. in order to win an Academy Award when it's like, hello, you should win it for Ace Ventura. Like, that's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I completely agree. I do think we're going to see a change, though, in that I think that comedic movies, like, you know, in, like, the 2000s, all those, like, fun rom-coms and stuff like that that actually were funny and were funny. But people are scared to be funny now. Right. But I think we're going to see a resurgence of that. I really do, especially after how well movies like Barbie did in the box office, which, by the way, was a comedy. It was it was it had like a heartfelt message, but I do think it was quite. You can still have a heartfelt message for a comedy. Yeah, I agree. Like, I thought. But it should have consistent laughs. Yes. And I'm thinking I haven't again, I haven't seen poor things, but like how consistent are the laughs in that movie? But and I think if they are, it's just because. So it's awkward uncomfortable. and uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's like, oh, the if, music. It's so, it's so quirky and weird. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I see what again, you're saying. I, this comes from a place of ignorance because I haven't seen the movie, but I'm going to promise you that if I sat down and watched it, I wouldn't be laughing my ass off. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I do. Like that, a comedy should no make people hard, laugh, not just uncomfortable. No hard feelings, though, did actually try. To fair do enough. That. It, it yeah, tried enough. to revert back to that old format. I didn't think it was great but i think it was refreshing to see first of all jennifer lawrence do a movie like that because she is she is actually she can be really funny yeah yeah she's i love her um i think she should host the award shows i saw a lot Mm -hmm. of people saying that just because she's so silly and Mm -hmm. um and when there was like a clip of her on the red carpet and she was talking about tv shows and how the real housewives of salt lake city is the best finale she's ever seen in tv history um, which is just so silly. Like she's just it's a very freak. Silly. I love her. Yeah. Like yeah. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, exactly. so that's what they should do. Or Kristen Wiig should host it with Bill Hader. That would be oh, yes. freaking hilarious. Oh, they, the two of them are so fucking funny. So she um, handed out an award with Will Ferrell, and they were so funny. They were just so silly. Like, just give those people those opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, great. Will Ferrell is... Anyway, he's so funny. All right, we'll move on. But this is still about the Golden Globes. Yes. Um. So Jennifer Lawrence gets awkwardly asked about whether her marriage with Ben oh, Affleck will Jennifer last. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Sorry, Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo, yeah. not J-Law. Sorry. Jennifer Lopez gets asked on the red carpet about how, like, if this is it and how she knows if it's it. Because she's been married um, three times before. Yeah, yeah, before. So this is her fourth marriage. Um, It's just like, ben this Affleck. is a question... <laughs> yeah wasn't she actually married to him before or just dating no they were they were dating or engaged many many mm. years ago yeah yeah but, she's had a long but the point is is like this is a question from your parents or your pastor not from some yeah. dink on the red carpet it's so rude it's so and people are like it was so awkward and her answers were awkward it's like of course it's awkward ask her about her dress you freak yeah it's so un- it's just so tacky and so inappropriate 
It's one thing to speculate about Taylor Swift's sexuality. It's another to speculate about the success of a marriage. Like that's a covenant before God. <laughs> it's a very serious thing. I know Hollywood is quite flippant about marriage and obviously she's had divorces in the past, but that doesn't mean it's it's not gonna work out for her and Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And the media just seems to be rooting against them in general. There's all these these weird tabloid photos of him looking grumpy and he's like, that's just my face. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the smoking like, with the Starbucks, yeah. Yeah, leave them alone. Yeah, like, let's wish them the best. And, like, it's just this guy, whoever his name, I don't even want to say his name, the, the person who asked the question, but he, it doesn't matter because he has his name all over the place now. And he, it's a win for him as a journalist to get that yeah. awkward reaction in that Tension, moment. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's just, like, so icky. The whole thing's icky. It's really and gross. Yes. And uh, also something icky, John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so icky. Like is, so, it's it seems cute on the surface. He's finally ready to settle down at fifty. Yeah, so he's like a million <laughs> years old. He's Musician gorgeous. John Mayer. This is the article title: Reformed Playboy John Mayer says he wants to get married badly. Reveals his kink. So it's like okay, those are kind of like disjointed thoughts. Yeah. But upon reading said article, mm-hmm. you learn that his kink is having someone depend on him. That's mm-hmm. that's what he says. He says. He elaborates how he believes that that level of being relied on is the hottest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. So like reliance kink. Oh, my God. Reliability kink. Yes. Someone's not someone's clearly not ready to get married if he thinks marriage is about having a woman like need you. Like, oh, my God, help save me. Yes. Yeah. Like damsel in distress, dude. Yeah. Like it reminds me of Kathy Bates character in Misery. Like that person also wanted someone to I mean, it's a different story because whatever. But it's yeah, like, yeah. I what are you gonna chain someone to their bed and be like, I need you to feed me? And he's like, Yeah, that's so yeah. hot. Like, John Mayer, why are you so creepy and gross? Still, after yeah, all these I years, mean, you're a billion years old. Yeah, he. It's it's also just so funny how these men get to make these choices. Like, at finally, at, I'm ready to settle down at fifty. Like I said before, it's like women don't get to do that. It's just it's crazy how men just have this longevity that allow, and he'll be able to date an eighteen year old. Yeah. Of course, he can have a million children. And like the way they talk about Taylor Swift, like right wing Twitter, how she's like 34 years old and unmarried, no children, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, she's also a a humongous star and making music for like, she makes an album like every two years, like a banger every two years. She's kind of busy. Not everyone is meant to be married and have children. That's okay. But it's but when it's John Mayer, it's like, oh, isn't it cute? He has a kink where he wants to tie a woman to a bed, proverbially, allegedly, possibly, maybe, (laughs) and have her rely on him. And he's like, that's so hot. She needs me. It's like, you're so gross. And this whole thing is gross. Acting like this is cute. All of y'all are gross. No, it's not cute. It's not cute. I think the problem with people like him uh, and I've, Sebastian and I talk about him a lot, actually, because he has such a, he's such a great musician and his guitar playing is, he is. incredible. He's, he's incredible. So and I think that's why he's probably struggled to find true love in his life because yeah. he's, when you're really good at something, you kind of obsess over it and you don't really mm-hmm. have space in your head for other things, you know, mm-hmm. like when your husband yeah, like Taylor Swift. he loves, like, he ignores similar. you, right? Yeah. Yep. I yeah, exactly. felt that. <laughs> yes, exactly. And yeah, Taylor Swift is similar. Like their brains are just so fixated on, on being mm-hmm. good at and, and own, honing their craft. So I think that is probably why he's unmarried, but I don't know. I think it's like, the way it's posed, to- like how I sweet agree. that he's now ready. It's like, yeah. okay. It's like, like you don't up. talk about Taylor Swift the same way. 
No. But she's only 34, but she's a way past her window to get married, like, and have yeah. children now. Like, it's just so embarrassing, it, the whole thing. It's true. It's it's definitely uh, sexist. It's sexist. Yeah. Sexist. Okay. Um, before we move on from the Golden Globes, though, I would just like to say that Christopher Nolan had his first win. He won Best Director. It's He's been nominated, like, six times, and he's never won. And yeah. I'm just really excited for him, because I think this means he's going to get an Oscar. Not that these award shows mean anything, but... They also kind of still do. <laughs> I'm just really happy for him. So I just. She's a big fan. That's cute. I love him. He's a, Congrats, Christopher. We know you're been, a fan of ours. He has been doing movies with his wife, who's his producer, his entire career. So they're just like this beautiful couple who makes mm-hmm. movies together. And it's I love them. OK, that's cute. Sorry. Thanks for letting We're me. We're happy for you. Yeah, thanks. OK. Chris, We're happy for you guys. If you need two actors for Oppenheimer 2, we will gladly get Ay, blown up. <laughs> gladly. I will be dead corpse number five, happily. I've done it. Before. If Killian okay. Murphy can resuscitate us with his mouth. <laughs> with his cheekbones. <laughs> People are saying that Kylie Jenner looks like Killian looks Murphy. Like Killian Murphy. Yeah, Hilarious. They, they I feel bad but his, for her. His freakish face was natural. Yes. You feel bad for her? Yeah. Her mom. Well, forced the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And her dad. Yeah. Just, she doesn't have a, a dad. Lot. There's a lot She's, going on there. There's a lot going on no, if, there. Yeah, no, you're it. right. If we if we re- if we go deep, I feel bad for her, but on the surface I do not. No. No. But if we if we really dig deep, yes, sure. But, but we'll do that surface, another day. On the surface, she looks forty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Jody Foster. Okay, yeah. so Jody Foster. She's a weird woman, and I guess we shouldn't be surprised, but I, I anyway, so she I had said no Jen's, idea that she was a lesbian. Really? She was one of, like, the first people at the Oscars to talk openly about, like, a long time ago. Anyway, she was married to a woman. They have two sons together. That's kind of what I want to focus on when we talk about yeah. her. Before we get there, I just want to talk about how she said that <laughs> Gen Z is annoying for their work ethic. Um... And I'm like, how does she know? Like, she's an actor. Like, what, what, where in her life would she have to deal with Gen Z? Like, at Starbucks? I know. Like, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, she, like, like... And I... Well, I think Gen Z is annoying, too. But... And but I can like, totally see where she's coming from. That's because like, just, the generation always thinks the next generation is annoying. Yeah. Like, the Gen Z is going to think the alphas are annoying, too. Like, that's right, just but the way it is. In our lifetime, we've actually worked with Gen Zers and... So it's like we have something to base our annoyance off, even if it's, you know, you're right, that general ignorance. I'm thinking of like the one Gen Zer that we both know from our last job. Yeah, she's a sweet girl. Super sweet. They're they're super sweet. Yes. Super not annoying. They don't count. No, they're they're really sweet. Anyway, I just find it weird. And she talks about like in emails, she'll, I don't know why she's having all this discourse with, with Gen Z, but she says, or in emails, I'll tell them this is grammatically incorrect. Did you not check your spelling? And they're like, why would I do that? And I'm like, why are you <laughs> No, they, Gen they said, why would I do that? Isn't that limiting? And it's like, that's hilarious. Like, that's yeah. like, I can totally see that as a thing. Like, isn't that limiting my expression? Like, I should be able to speak how we want to speak. It's like, also, that's funny. To be fair, spell check, like, I, I mean, it, it kind of does it for you. So if, it, yeah. if AI misses it, it's not really my fault. It's not really on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like calculators. Like, sorry, I don't know arithmetic. Um, anyway, okay, so, so then so, she yes, go. talks about her son. So she's now married <laughs> to a photographer and she recalled um, how confused her, quote, feminist sports averse son's kitten Charles 
became when figuring out what it was to be a boy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess they went looking for, to the media, I guess, to show them what masculinity was. Makes me really sad. I know. So so let's read the quote because I did not know like any of this. And this was like, I'm reading this about like, oh, Jodie Foster thinks Gen Z is annoying. So I'm like, ah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And I'm reading the things about the emails and the grammar and I'm like, ah. And then it's like, (laughs) (laughs) then she just changes tune all the way. She goes. She does it multiple times in this. Yeah. It's so weird. So So she's like, there was a moment with my older one when he was in high school when, because he was raised by two women, well, three women. (laughs) That's a lot on its own. It was like he was trying to figure out what it was what it was to be a boy sad and then he watched television and came to the conclusion oh i just need to be an asshole i understand i need to be shitty to women which i think she's putting that those words in his mouth i'm assuming it's not actually fully true sure but if she's noticing this like toxic behavior in her son it's like bish that's on you you're you're letting the father figure, like, who is the father of these? I know. It was is he a, watching The Sopranos? Like, what is he was watching? Was he, a, like, a sperm donor? I don't under, maybe I, I need to do some more research, like that person on YouTube told us to. Yeah, well. <laughs> do more research. How about no? Um, yeah, it's called The very Shallow busy. End. Not shut The up. Deep End. Okay. Thanks for watching, and shut yeah. up. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, so, like, was it a sperm donor? And she, now she's like, my sons don't know how to be men, and, and. And who are you blaming this on? Because it's really your fault. hundred percent. You don't and have a male is, role model in your life. And now your, what, your boys are toxic. That's your fault. Exactly. And we've said this a bajillion times over the last few years, actually. But women, I mean, not women, children need a mother and a father. That's their right. And mm-hmm. you took that away from them by making the mm-hmm. choice to, to have children. And so you don't get to blame, you know, sexism and toxic masculinity for your son's you know, reasons for going to the Sopranos to look, to, to try to understand masculinity. You know, I just, I, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it like that's terrible angry. parenting. You yeah. can, like we've said this before too, like if there are studies that show that children without father figures in their life do poorly, worse in general, like worse mm-hmm. in school, they're more likely to be incarcerated. But yeah. there, there, there's a caveat to that where if you have a positive support system that are male, like, like a youth pastor or like a, uh, uncle, a a grandfather, a coach, like some some strong male in your life. It doesn't – not everyone is fortunate enough to have a father in their life. It doesn't mean you're yes. screwed. But no, if you no, have a male not. father figure in your life of some sort, you can still get all the – many of the advantages of having a father. So where yeah. – so Jodie Foster just didn't have this person in her yeah, children's life. And no now she's like, oh, they're life? so toxic. Yeah. Like that's all 100% your fault. And now you're like, oh, Gen Z sucks because my son didn't have a father figure because yeah, I'm a lesbian. A like, then, whoa. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this article. and then So it, much. It gets even weirder though because then she, she moves on and she says that she believes she can help young people in the industry who, in her opinion, need to learn how to relax, how to not think about it so much, how to come up with something that's theirs. It's just... Why are you trying to groom the younger generations? Yeah, maybe just focus on your own kids because you're not doing a great job. Right. And she says she emails young women in the industry. It's like they don't want your unsolicited advice, lady. Like they don't like that's so creepy. Like imagine you're just like you're logging onto your email and you're, I don't know, some famous young actress. And and it's like Jodie Foster pops up. You're like, what the hell? I don't want I don't care about Jodie Foster. And like, yeah, like go talk to your child. 
Yeah, like it's just so weird. Why are you emailing these young up and coming actresses? Like you're done. Like if I Focus were a young on- actress, I would even I would want Jennifer Lawrence to email me. Mm. <laughs> you know? You can email us at the shallow end at gmail.com, I think. Shallow end show. Shallow end show. <laughs> yeah, J Law in my brain. Yeah. Um, it's just so weird. Like the, the just the whole article is like, it's how Gen Z is so annoying. And then it's really about how she's a terrible mother. And it's like, it's actually not the same things at all. No, it's actually about how she's annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Really annoying. It's like, I've actually learned so much about you and how annoying you are, Jody. Like you are more annoying than any Gen Z I've ever met. I actually think this is one of the best articles I've ever read. Like, it's just so riveting <laughs> so and so entertaining the, the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Normally, I, like, skim, but not this one. I got my closet. <laughs> so, thanks for the entertainment. Yeah, it was great. Um, just, <laughs> I just can't imagine getting an email from her. I guess we'll expect one. We'll yeah, I, I expect one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, quickly, mm-hmm. so quickly, uh, you guys... There's there's some icks going around. Like Nat's yeah. got a cold. I have some sort of disgusting virus in my stomach. It's horrible. And you know awful. what you need? Oyster what? Max. Oh. You need Oyster Max. Yes. Uh, perfect. It's a it's a oyster based supplement, guys. You don't oh, have no. that in your cupboard. Do you have mm. a oyster based supplement in your cupboard already? No, you I don't. Do it's not. high in zinc, copper, vitamin B12, all the things. It will cure you of everything you've ever had. Not yeah. actually. That and is maybe it'll give you good skin. Maybe. Who knows? It could. It could give you a baby, maybe, but not likely. So <laughs> please go to marinehealthfoods.com and use code SHALLOWEND for 10% off your first order. Um, do it now before now. it's too late. Yeah. Okay? You don't look good. Life is too short. It's too short. And like shipping from Ireland, who knows how long that'll take. So do it now. Do it right now. Great. Um, we got one more quick story for you, then we're going to wrap things up. Martin Scorsese uh, Mm -hmm. is uh, making a movie about Jesus. Great. And it's, um, he he says it's not going to be, I'll just read what he says. Um, I'm trying to find a new way to make it more accessible and take away the negative onus of what has been associated with organized religion. Every time the word religion has come up since we started talking, uh, I say it, and the person who's interviewing tries to find a way around it. Um, So basically, he's trying to do it in a way that doesn't preach the gospel, but it's really funny to me because even if he's not trying to, he will be preaching the gospel. Like, God will be glorified if any any reference to scripture in any context is God glorifying. (laughs) Like, the the word of God is a sword. It's living. Like, (laughs) good luck, buddy. Trying to make your Jesus movie secular, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be quite a challenge. I this is a movie I will watch. Yeah, just out it's of only going to be eighty minutes, curiosity. so we have time to watch it. <laughs> I can make I can make it work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just uh, I'm interested to see how it turns out. Me too. Very interested because he did do he did a movie about Jesus in the past. So I'm wondering if he's trying to rectify all the wrongs committed when he made that film. Basically, the film was about Jesus and him having an affair with Mary Magdalene, which is just blasphemy. Um, he did not. Anyway, so maybe he's trying to remedy 
that and hope I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, but I mean he's getting old, so maybe he's trying to he's turning redeem 80, himself. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean he's a Catholic, so I don't know. Wish him the best. We'll look forward to watching it. Like instead of watching a movie about like a child in an adult body having sex, yeah. I'll watch this. Yeah. I, I even if it's agree. not good. And yeah. he's a very talented director. So there's well, yeah. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, before we go, we should talk about um, porn, pornography. You're sick. You're all sick. You're all sick. And I, you know what? We all had New Year's resolutions, except for me. I didn't because I'm perfect the way I am. Um, and <laughs> um, I know yours was to stop watching porn, not cat. It's a good you one. looking at the camera yeah. or listening the camera. to this. You are trying to quit pornography and we commend you for that. But you need help. You need Covenant Eyes. So go to CovenantEyes.com. Use code SHALLOW and at checkout for your first month free. That's great. Anything helps in this economy. So CovenantEyes.com. Use code SHALLOW and at checkout. It's basically just this AI app that blocks porn on all your devices. Mm-hmm. Great. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's the, that's the sure. That's the sure, you guys. Uh, I'll be back in the studio next work. Yay! Feel Yay! better, Kat. Woo! Thank you. Woo! Feel uh, better, nerd. Thanks. Feel better, everyone. Get your marine health foods out Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for watching. If you're still watching, please definitely like this video. Comment on this video. We read your comments. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. And don't forget to share this show with all your friends to help us grow. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>